It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. It's time for Did You See This, where we uncover the wacky and bizarre and interesting elements of the real estate world uh, throughout the country. We're heading down to Florida for this week's edition of Did You See This, Angie? And this is actually one that you sent me to make sure that we highlight on the show. And uh, what, what caught your eye about this, this Florida man who bought a villa that had, came with some, I guess, some some unknowns or had a little bit of a twist and a surprise for him? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, poor guy. Um, so he thinks he's actually buying a home home, but instead he's buying a like one foot strip of land in between two homes. <laughs> this was so a, at an auction, right? Truly, yes, yes. So he is truly buying grass. He ended up paying ninety one hundred dollars, you know, for it at an auction, like you just said. And he thought it was a full villa, but it turns out it was just a one foot by a hundred foot strip of land. And it was worth probably about $50. Oh, my gosh. $50, and he spent $9,100. The um, interesting thing that I, I that jumped out to me about the story is it's not just a random little piece of grass or something like that. It actually cuts between two two actual villas. And so uh-huh. they, have, yeah. they have a garage essentially built over top of his land. <laughs> so if he wanted to... He could yeah. literally slice through their garages. You're encroaching on my space, and he could sure. slice through their garages if he wanted to. But it, he doesn't sound like he's vindictive in that way. Yeah, I, I just don't understand how something like that even happens. Yeah. You know, it seemed like they were pointing it's, fingers maybe at whoever developed the properties. Maybe developer. Yeah, many years yeah. Ago. Didn't adjoin them Crazy. properly, or the paperwork was messed up, and somehow it left this slice of 100 foot land. But. He wants to return the land, you know, obviously. He's like, okay, well, this is... Of course, is, get I, his money back. I, I was sold a, you know, a bill of goods that was worth nothing here. And so, uh, but they're saying, oh, no, all sales are final at an auction. Sorry, bud. So it sounds like there's going to be some so legal action crazy. there, I would imagine. But, so uh, crazy. It got me thinking, have you ever seen a listing that, uh, you know, seemed too good to be true or at least turned out to be too good to be true when you went and actually looked at the home or went to sell it or anything like think. that? Yeah, I mean, I feel like there there has definitely been some cases. I, I can't say that um, I've personally been, you know, particularly involved in, but I have seen some situations where it's like, okay, that price is too good to be true. Well, come to find out the whole entire home's taken over by mold. You know, Ooh, okay. like there's always, there's something about it that if it's too good to be true, it is. I've seen a couple of times where a real estate agent has made an error in the MLS database and forgot to add an extra zero. And so you have a home. I remember there was one and it was priced like 17,600 and should have been, you know, 176,000. And I have never seen so many just Zillow and realtor.com inquiries come through on this land or oh this um, home. It wasn't land. It was a, you know, a nice home. You know, you would think people would be smart enough to know that mm, something's weird here. You know, the home is not right. a $17,600 home, but there was sign up after sign up after sign up. So, um, 
Yeah, typically if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah, it's uh, like uh, all the pictures of the home were taken before the tree fell on top of it. And then you go out there and it's got a big hole and tarps and all Uh that kind of stuff over it. So it's like, oops, a little bit different than what was advertised. So I feel like you see that with some foreclosures, too, where it seems like an amazing home and then so, you know, inexpensive and cheap. And you don't realize it's because they just didn't put the pictures up there that show the rooms that have, you know, black carpet from stains and dirt and all sorts of crazy Uh stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, my yeah, my saying is always: if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah, and and, and it should have jumped out to this guy in Florida because I think they had said the value of the. Uh, he thought the value of the villa was like two hundred thousand dollars, and so well, thinking you're you going to get that so for yeah. nine thousand bucks, that should have raised the right. bells anyway. You know, and I agree with that. It's kind of like okay, once again, like you you thought you were getting some major steal, but that's a real big steal. So you should have figured out like what were they truly selling? Yeah, yeah. So I feel bad for you, but I don't feel bad. Probably for you. <laughs> a little bit of fault on both sides there of that situation. Yeah. Maybe, but, uh, in any event, yep, yep. an interesting story for sure. Well, that would is a uh, stressful event for that gentleman to have to go through that situation hopefully your uh you know home buying or uh, home selling process isn't that stressful but there are all kinds of surveys out there that do put buying and selling a home as one of the most stressful life events that you can experience and it really shouldn't be that way i mean yes it's a lot of upheaval and moving parts and boxes to check and paperwork to file and that kind of thing but there should be a bit better way of making that less of a stressful experience so i want to look at some of the things that you do angie to help make the process a more positive one and what you encourage people to do and so i've got kind of a list assembled here and i'm interested to get your thoughts on these different things and i think you know and we talk about this on the show all the time knowing the process having an understanding of the process is so key yeah and that's why you know we love to share that material that we have our home buying process guide with you just to make sure that you know you understand the steps of buying and selling a home you know at what time is certain monies due when are they collected you know at what phase do we do inspections what's kind of typical closing date timeline so really truly understanding the process so you're always one step ahead and you're aware of what's coming up next is important just to you know alleviate any you know stress or concerns you have Um, if you always know hey this is going to be the next step well there's no fear in the whole process and you know of course you know buying or selling a home yeah knowledge is power and uh, it's true in the real estate world for sure when it comes to deadlines in the real estate world there are a lot of them so some simple advice that helps you you know, uh, stay away from some stress building moments is to just stay ahead of those deadlines. You can, you don't have to wait to the last minute to file certain things, right? Yeah, I would say, you know, if you're getting financing, um, as soon as your mortgage lender, you know, asks for a piece of information to be handed over, be on top of it, you know, just act quickly because with real estate transactions, time is of the essence that is written into the contract several times. So that means that truly time is of the essence and you need to hit deadlines. You know, a very important deadline from the beginning is delivering of, you know, good faith money. So your due diligence or your earnest money. And if you don't deliver it within uh, the certain deadline, actually your contract is then now null and voided. And so hitting that deadline is important. And then, you know, due diligence date, that is super important, especially for the buyer, because, you know, during due diligence is a time that 
that only your due diligence money is at risk. And so you need to make sure that you do all your investigations, all of your inspections, you know, any type of negotiation of repairs during that window of due diligence, because should you pass due diligence, now you potentially have your earnest money at risk. And so that's a lot more skin in the game at this point. So making sure that you meet your due diligence date and, you know, wrap up anything and everything you have to do well in advance. Don't wait until five o'clock at the end of due diligence date to try to bring everything together because then you could have hiccups. Of course, closing date is very important to hit that deadline. Uh, In our contract, we have an actual closing date is in there. And so you know what the closing day is as soon as you have an executed contract. And once again, time is of the essence. You need to make sure that you're closing in a timely manner. So yeah, staying ahead of deadlines will just make the process stress-free or less stressful because you're wrapping up those time windows and, you know, well in advance. Yeah, it's a great point that you make there, Angie. So uh, stay ahead of deadlines, know the process. Those are two big ones. Also, at the very beginning of the process, you can manage your expectations, this especially if you're a buyer, manage expectations for how much home you can afford. This is super important. And the reason being, you know, if you start looking at homes that are in the 300 price point, but then you speak with a lender after the fact and find out that your max budget is 250, you know, a 300 home versus a 250 home, there's a big difference with all the bells and whistles and, you know, how much square footage, maybe location. And so make sure that you are definitely searching within where you feel comfortable and the amount that you can afford. And so the way to go about that is always speak with the lender first. So after you connect with Acol Realty, we would love to connect you with one of our preferred lenders. Speak with them, talk about your budget, you know, find out how much you can afford based on your income, your debt to income ratios, your credit score. And then from there, start actively looking. You don't want to put the the cart before the horse because, you know, it's going to be a bummer when you can't, you know, get that beautiful home that you had your eyes set on because it's out of your budget or maybe you're not approved for that budget or price point. And and I'd like to throw this in here, too, and I want to make sure we parcel out enough time for this, and that's to be communicative and and timely with your communication with your agent. The I've heard from lots of friends before who have worked with agents, and they say, well, I wish I would have heard from my agent sooner, um, or I don't know if when we'll hear back. I think they're on vacation. And, and so sometimes it's on the agent side, but sometimes it's on the, the client side too. You know, I know I uh, the very first home we ever bought, I was a little skittish on the one particular home that we'd said we'll put an offer in on, but I kind of had this feeling that it wasn't the right home. And so I was real skittish and almost, mm-hmm. I, before ghosted became a term, I kind of ghosted the agent a little bit. And so there was some miscommunication between, between us there. Ended up working out and, yeah. and he was actually really good at the time because he said look I can't be a good agent for you if you're not going to communicate so if you don't like the house just tell me you don't like the house you're not hurting my feelings and that was that was good pushback good feedback that's yeah, that is really good feedback. Um, you're right, because it can go both ways. You know, not being upfront, not being open um, about how we can help each other out. Um, that can really cause some hiccups and just, you know, cause the process and not be as fun and as enjoyable. Um, you want to make sure that also you have an agent who, you know, is communicating everything in a super timely manner. The agent should always be pushing the transaction moving forward. So, you know, oftentimes there are 
parties that we deal with on the other end uh, that might be dragging their feet, but it's our job and our role to really, you know, bug them. I say bug the crap out of them <laughs> until they respond to us, right? Because, you know, it's my job to make sure that I'm protecting my client. You know, even if they're dragging their feet, I need to keep pushing things along. So, yeah, just communication is definitely important for, you know, all parties to keep everything just smooth sailing. Yeah, it's a great point. And last but not least, Angie, this one's an easy one. A softball to throw at you, if you will. If you want to try and eliminate stress from the process, a good takeaway. Work with an experienced real estate agent who has a great track record in the area where you live, which here in the Triangle, that'd be somebody like you, Angie. (laughs) Yes, yes. We would love to be your go-to. Definitely A-Cole Realty. We have a whole team of top-notch agents and admin staff who do an absolute amazing job. And working with a great agent who understands the process, you know, the urgency, who just can give you the guidance that you need, and who also is fun. You know, you want to make sure that you work with someone who has a wonderful personality that matches with yours. And so the process can be a fun and enjoyable one as well. But yes, make sure that you're working with a great real estate agent because that will make the world of a difference on how stressed out you are or are not. And we want to make sure with our team that that is a stress-free process. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. 